At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all here at the South Point. Our second to last day at the South Point. Kelly Bidlin, Gil Alexander. Kelly Moe, what's happening? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm good. We have uh, good even. catch on the intro. You saw what I did there? You see what I did there? <laughs> Oh, see, if you hadn't pointed out, no one would have noticed now. Everybody noticed. I was going to be laughing too hard back in anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, little less equipment in here today than yesterday. All right, we're going to have enough to get through tomorrow, you, th- you think? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sean and sure. I are already making plans on what we're taking home, you know, later this weekend and stuff. There's a lot of good stuff in here. By the way, we just before we got on the air, we said uh, Jeff Parlay is, is in Disneyland. And I just want to mention again, when I moved to California... The three biggest culture shocks of moving to California from the East Coast. One, no one moves forward in a four-way intersection. They just plant themselves on the lawn. <laughs> Two, when someone tells you they're from the ghetto, follow them home because it's nothing like an East Coast one. And three, adults love Disneyland. I don't. I, I don't. Just think, don't all it. my years in Florida, Gil, I never understood that either. Too, I would have uh, <laughs> friends with like season passes every year, and you're like, you're a 32 year old dude or whatever, like you know, 25, 32, oh, they whatever. Love it. And I, I go all the time. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, especially me. I hate standing in lines. Like I don't know if there's anything I hate more in life. Than well, I just lines. thought. I just thought you lose that at a certain age, but apparently not. In, not on the West Coast, you don't. I, I don't. I mean, look. You start with you know. If you start a sentence with me of like, "Hey, booze and turkey legs," I'm yeah. like, I'm like, all right, I'm interested. Go on. But then you're like, okay, you got to drive like this much, this much time, spend this much money, and you got to stand in lines for like four hours during the day. <laughs> Have a great legs. time. Uh, we got a great show, as always. Bill Krakenberger on Thursday, unscripted with the crack, man. Bill and I had uh, dinner at 4.30 last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, th- <laughs> we're a 1,000 years old. Hit that early bird special. And today, and here's the thing. Four college fo- four legit college football, not FCS schools involved, but four non-FCS big-time college football games, big-time in quotes, uh, today, and four baseball games. That's it in Major League Baseball. We'll have Tim Murray come on to discuss his thoughts on college football tonight, including a couple games where the totals are set super duper low. So we'll hear his thoughts on Nebraska, Minnesota, barn burner, and Florida, Utah, where the total is almost as low in that ball game, 44. So, and we have Cam Rising doubtful still, or have we officially? Yeah, Cam Rising, I think, is out. He is. He's not playing in this okay. game. 
So we'll get his thoughts on that. Tim Murray, who not only is the host of VEASAN Primetime, which he does with uh, Sean King here weekdays, but also host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast, mm-hmm. which does very, very well. Yeah, good stuff. Tim does a great job with that. So we'll talk to him about that. Uh, as far as the baseball games are concerned, um, have a day game with the Yankees. No biggie after that. The, the Giants do play the Padres. That obviously has playoff implications with the Giants as they begin a four-game set in San Diego. But then the big one is the Braves and the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, let's go. And if you if you really d- assess what are the biggest regular season baseball series from here on out, yeah, there'll be ones with wild card implications, and there may be some ones with AL West leading implications down the road. But this four-game set between the Dodgers and the Braves is – really all about who will end up with the number one seed in the National League with the Braves having a three-game lead in that category right now. Three-game or four-game, Kelly? Let me check on that. I think it was three games. Um, But this has implications because, you know, the Braves, for all of their greatness through the years, and by the way, it is a uh, a three-game lead, you know, pardon me, four-game lead in the National League. The Braves want that number one seed because of the, you know, Four out of the last six times they've gotten to the postseason, they've run into the Dodgers. They've only beaten them once. So it's a little bit of a bugaboo for this franchise, even in recent history, let alone this season as well. So they want that number one seed for sure, which brings me to, of course, the fact that Spencer Strider is on the bump tonight for the Atlanta Braves. So this has all kinds of implications for the NL Cy Young, not only those of us with Spencer Strider tickets, but those who have Blake Snell tickets perhaps as well. Spencer Strider, who at this point, and by the way, going for the number one seed impacts this as well, because as long as it remains close between the Braves and the Dodgers, the Braves aren't going to shut it down as early as you think they would. So Strider could have more starts left than you think. He might have five starts left. He might sit, maybe six. I don't know. Which means that if he had five starts left and he won them all, he'd win 20 games. And if he had six left and he averaged, what, 10.75 strikeouts a game, which is asking a lot, he'd have 300 strikeouts. So there are those kinds of things to consider tonight. But just the fact that this game itself will go a long way towards impacting odds. We, we said before the Gallon start the other night, we anticipated it perfectly. Gallon's going to get shelled and he's going to drop. Well, Snell became the favorite, not Strider. Same thing applies tonight. If Strider has a quality start, I think he becomes either the favorite or the co-favorite. If he doesn't, and it goes sideways for him, that could be something that he won't be able to come back from because people will remember this game tonight because this is a standalone baseball game. Well, not standalone. I guess they're playing in San Diego too. But so huge implications. Braves are the road favorites in this one. Uh, what are you seeing yeah, right I'm now? Yeah, I'm seeing about this? minus 140 on the game, uh, around that same number uh, for first five, minus 140 over uh, over at DraftKings on the first five. If you want to play it that way, how about some uh, how about some pitcher props for you, Gil? Five uh, five and a half strikeouts for Lance Lynn tonight. Seven and a half for Spencer Strider. Juice to the over at minus 150. 17 and a half strikes uh, or outs recorded for uh, Spencer Strider. The over on that minus 190. Under plus 140. Um, let's see. Hits allowed. Four and a half on Spencer Strider. Even money on the over. Walks one and a half on Spencer Strider. Over at minus 150. And earned runs one and a half for Spencer Strider. Over minus 155. Spencer Strider, who once again went through all the litany of stats for him this year. Number one in fielding independent. Number one in XVIP. Tied for second in war per fan graphs. 
third best ground ball percentage, second best expected ERA, on and on and on to the break of dawn with his K percentage, which is near historic at 38.1%. But of course, the, uh, the coup de grace of all these stats, his K minus walk percentage, better than the K percentage of all but three other pitchers in all of baseball. That's mind-blowing stuff right there. So we'll see what happens tonight. Braves at the Dodgers. Strider versus Lance Lynn, who has turned his season around for sure with the Dodgers. Okay. Um, Thursday is also usually the day where, for those who are Beating the Book podcast fans, we start with the Megapod. We do so next week before week one of the NFL season. Obviously, the NFL season uh, the NFL season does not start this weekend. Dark, as they say. And so, I just thought, Kelly, we could... You know, we get the Joe Burrow news. We were talking to David Chow yesterday. By the way, how great was David Chow when he came in? Dr. David Chow. Yeah, he was great. Talking about injuries. And so then Joe Burrow shows up, first practice for the Bengals since right before preseason week number one. And so I'm still kind of like a, a bastardized version of the of the Megapod here. Have you started just like pouring over? Have you became have you become obsessive with week one NFL lines yet? I, I had not looked at them until what was it Monday when the when the Commanders stuff ha- or the uh, Cardinals stuff happened, yeah. right? So that's when I first jumped because I wanted to possibly hop on the Commanders side there. Um, that moved to seven though before I could get in front of it. And so that was the first time where I really started diving into some of these week one lines. I don't have any. I don't have any bets yet. Well, I will tell you this: the first thing that so the Megapod I close with you know a couple questions every time, which is which is the big favorite you think is the most likely to lose outright. But for the purposes of what I want to talk about here is which is the game you want no part of. And for week one, that's obviously a a, a very difficult question because. Kelly, I look, there's about half the schedule that I want no part of. <laughs> I think Just I texted nothing. you last night where I'm yeah. like, I don't. So, okay. Yes, completely agree with you. I think it's about half the schedule. Because I even I just started looking down the board as you started asking that question. Like Panthers Falcons, I want nothing to do with Panthers Falcons. But that's not because it's like, you know, usually I, I feel like usually when we have this conversation, it's because they're two pretty good teams that like are going up against each other. And I don't really it's just like that you, you don't know what some of these like. So Panthers Falcons was the first one. These yeah, the you don't know early, either one of those teams are early games, right? By the way, I, I don't feel that way about lions chiefs. Like I would lean chiefs there against the spread, but, Pan, but Sunday morning, Panthers Falcons, Bengals Browns. I don't want any part of that. I want nothing to do with that. And that did go up to like, so that's yeah. two and a half pretty much everywhere after it was one and a half when Burrow strained that calf. I know some people don't feel this way, but I don't want any part of Titan Saints till I watch those teams. Agreed. Agreed. Because um, I don't. I don't really. I'm not really high on either one of them. Yeah. Packers Bears. I don't want any part of that. It would be Pat. I, that's one I do have circled as a possible teaser. Like tease up the pack. Okay. Um, where I do want to where, where I do think there are bets are later in the day. So am I going to end up having this is also from just a betting standpoint and just an enjoyment standpoint. It feels like all of my millions picks and all of my bets are going to be later on Sunday. Like they're all bunched up later. Okay, that's interesting. Because wait, which ones do you like? I, I'm scared how many road favorites yeah, I like week that's one. Ex- that was my next I mean? comment yeah, too. I was yeah. like, but on the other hand, what a <laughs> What perilous waters I'm about to jump into. Like, I think the two I like the most, Gil, are road favorites. I love the Cowboys as a road favorite against the Giants. I love the Bills as a road favorite against the Jets. Sorry, Jets fans. I like the Eagles as a road favorite against the Patriots. I think that's my favorite one. I think that's my favorite one, too. 
Eagles are three and a half point favorites, but we know from betting the NFL all these years, and especially week one NFL, like, what are we doing? That's the thing. Like, when right. I started looking over these, I'm like, okay, so like, the th- I think it's the three I like the most are road favorites. And I, like you just said, we do this every year. Like, we yeah. know how this is going to end. I think the Commanders will be the number one survivor play. You going to lay the touchdown? If, by the way, the, I, I if will, there was ever a must-win situation in week one of the NFL season, it's the Commanders against the Cardinals. You must win this game. If you do not point. win this game, <laughs> it's must-win, Ron Rivera. That is a great By point. the way, the Cardinals announcing that Zach Ertz might not be able to go either in this game. That will, in all likelihood, be a teaser leg for me. That'll be a teaser leg. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, it's just fascinating to look at because already... You're in your head. You're like, oh, God, I forgot how tough this is. We'll come back. We'll discuss some yes-no playoff stuff next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers game on v the sports betting network. The updated NFL betting guide was just released today. Aw, snap. Throughout the NFL preseason, the v experts have been reevaluating every team to give you the betting edge. Our updated NFL betting guide has picks from every on-air host, team-specific preseason analysis, how to use v betting splits and football contest strategies, and if you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now is the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for as low as $19 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription at BetSmarter all year long. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. I just want to read this tweet. We get tweets at beating the book. This was one of the best tweets of all time. Nathan Henry. This is overnight. He said, personal question. Who do you like more, Todd or Ega? <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> it's like it's like when uh, my buddy Reza used to say, he goes, Gil, if... if uh, 
if the skins played Israel in a, or if the skins fought a war with Israel, who would you fight for? I was like, I, remember you bringing that I was like, before, skins, yeah. skins, of course. Uh, Iga, because she's made me so much money, although uh, she can't do a Yinzer accent, as far as I know. So, I don't know, toss up. We don't love Todd. If you don't love Todd, something's wrong with you. Uh, we also get uh, tweets here from uh, Jeff Weisenborg. Big night for the Strider ticket holders, for sure. And then Scola, Scola underscore 10. The old folk call early dinner supper and lunch dinner. We were doing some filming before 4.30, uh, 430 Italian-American last night. I, I never got the whole supper dinner thing because my, my my grandma, my, my babshi, she, yeah. she would always call it. was supper no matter what time. She was. from the South? No, no, no. She's from Poland. Oh. She was, it was supper no matter what time it was. Our neighbors growing up were from Louisiana, Velma Haskins. May she rest in peace. She always called it supper. So I always just thought it was a southern thing. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. not. I've always been a dinner guy, but yeah. She's I, like, I never Gil- really understood that. She's like, Gilly, shouldn't you be home having supper? I'm like, what? <laughs> um, I was going to, we were going to go through the, well, first of all, since he brings up Iga, my tennis picks of the day. Yesterday we split our tennis picks. Uh, hit on Kaya Yuvon way ahead of the line. Imagine we were way ahead of the line and it still won. Usually we're way ahead of the line and somehow it doesn't get home. So she won, but then we lost as they on a dog on Colin Skaya yesterday. So those split. Today, two, both. Um, well, Michael Michael Moe is early. Michael Moe's minus 103. He's taking on John Isner. And John Isner has announced this is his last tournament as a professional. So if Michael Moe is to win this, this will be John Isner's last match. A great career marked by great serve and suspect return. And, well, just... His only crime being born at the same time as Federer and Nadal and Joke. Well, actually, Federer and Nadal mainly, and Djokovic too on the on the come up. I was, I was just going to ask you: Is he yeah. a guy that could have stood a chance if those guys weren't around? Yeah, he won. Pro- I mean, he won a lot of small tournaments where they weren't playing, mm-hmm. just on serve alone. But it's like he's a serve bot, right? So it wasn't like watching tennis; it was watching a skill, right? And of course, the 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 longest tennis match of all time mm-hmm. was. I was posted up at the Delray Beach Open watching that serve multiple times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the, the longest. But what Israel will be known for, he, you know, he changed. He made them change tiebreaker rules finally, right? The Isner-Mahout match at Wimbledon some years ago in 2010 where, I mean, it was legendary. It ended up the tiebreaker, the fourth set tiebreaker, which Isner won and won the match on, you know what the set, fourth set tiebreaker was? 70 to 68. That's wild. The match lasted three days, spanned three days, the 22nd to the 24th of June, 2010. Anyway, uh, so we're, we are betting on, Isner's having, on Isner having his last match today. The bet is on Michael Moe, uh, the young American who uh, grew up in Saudi Arabia. And then the other one is Sasha Vickery as a pretty sizable dog. Sasha Vickery, he looked really good in, in the first round. She's at plus 150 uh, today, plus 150 taking on the young lady who crushed Venus Williams in the first round, Grish Minen from Germany, I believe she is. So those are the two tennis plays of the day. Mo on the men's side this morning at minus 103 against Isner Vickery, plus 150 a little later on. Um, we're going to go into the NFL yes-no playoffs, but this is too much fun going through these some of these week one lines. Let's do this. You suggested this. We'll say the game, your instant reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start with the, this is for week one national football. We'll get to college football momentarily with Tim Murray because we get it. There's four games tonight, and we don't want to neglect that. But um, 
It's just sometimes Kel- we geek out of Kel- stuff. <laughs> Kelly and I were la- basically we were laughing at ourselves uh, during the break because we realized we are about to w- just run into a wall week one. Yeah, that's like, right. It's like Kramer, Kramer in that episode. Like, I'm out. I'm out. What <laughs> for? Okay, so Lions at Chiefs. I agree with you. It's Chiefs or pass. Chiefs or pass. I'm saying. And if, if a five and a half pops, I'll I'll probably be in. On the Chiefs. That'll, if it goes below a six, you'll take it. Yeah, we're seeing it's six, six and a half right, right. now, pretty much everywhere. And with the Lions, I'm just not ready to believe the hype. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Then Sunday morning, Panthers at Falcons. No, I want no part of it. I don't know what the, I don't, I'm not a Bryce Young believer before I see it. And then I'm certainly not anything with the Falcons at Desmond Ritter. Total at 40 under pass. And that would be no idea on a side. Completely pass on a side. Don't want any part of it. We're talking about sides here. Bengals at Browns. Joe Burrow f- back to practice yesterday. But as Dr. David Chow yesterday said, for week one, will he be just a pocket passer? Will he be limited in mobility? And then will Deshaun Watson, what version of Deshaun Watson will we get? Vintage Deshaun? Or last we saw Deshaun, which is just sort of coming back from so much time off. I want no part of that side. Complete pass for me. I was leaning uh, Browns as a possible teaser leg but when we thought uh, Burrow was more up in the air. Burrow going to play. I want nothing to do with it. Jags at Colts. Jags are favorite. Jags are favorite by four and a half. You want another road favorite? It's on my do. list. It's I, on my list. Me Gil. too. <laughs> me too. Uh, Bucks at Vikings. Vikings are favored by six here against the team in the Buccaneers. It's not supposed to go anywhere. And then there's a lot of you know. Oh, the Vikings got so lucky last year with all those games. I don't know what I'd play here. I don't know that I want to lay the six with the Vikings, but I'm certainly not taking the Bucks. I think it's one of the few dogs I might be interested in. Okay. Week one. Uh, if you if if that somehow gets to seven, I think I'm in on the Bucks. Titans are at the Saints. I think a lot of people are going to play the Saints here. I'm not so prepared to do that. Yeah, me either. I, I want nothing. I mean, these are two teams that I'm down on just in general this season. Yeah. Facing each other week one, uh, that's that's a game I will have All right, nothing. Now, now here's a road favorite that I am not crazy to play, the, and and I am and I love the Niners long term, but the Niners are two and a half point favorites at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think I think Steelers teaser leg is a good look uh, that week. Any stats on the Steelers you want to share? <laughs> Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. Can't be true. By the way, part of the uh, part of the NFL betting guide you should check out. I might have a bet in there having to do with the Steelers. What is your bet on the Steelers in the betting guide? Well, it's uh, under on their win total. We've oh, talked about it here. Mine was an alternate season win total on the Giants, which I've talked about. There you go. Um, but there was I saw a lot of people in there with overs on the Steelers. So hmm. pa- apparently it's me, me against the rest of Eason. They all hate you. And Steeler Nation. Cardinals at Commanders. We mentioned this. Cardinal, uh, excuse me, Commanders favored by a touchdown. A must-win situation. Can they cover, though? It'll certainly be the most popular survivor pick, one would imagine. Can, yeah. Would you play them? Will you back Sam Howell to cover this against what appears to be Joshua Dobbs? At least Joshua himself is saying he's prepared and expecting to start week number one. That'll mean they'll end up having about two weeks to learn the Cardinals' offense. That a quote, by the way, kind of caught me up. Prepared? Like, preparing. You're I, preparing, Josh. I've got it. <laughs> like, <I'm, come> yeah. <laughs> You're not prepared. <laughs> prepared is a quote, yeah. But, um, that one, I think, will it, it will almost definitely be a teaser life for me. I haven't played it yet, but 
All right. I, that will be a teaser leg for me. Rapid fire. Last early game. Texans at Ravens. Biggest spread on the board. Ravens by 10. Want nothing to do with it. You don't? No. I don't like See, that. I think that's one of those where the Ravens could just roll them. Yeah, by the way, I we're showing nine too. and a half. Yeah. I think they could too. But a I, 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 huge spread uh, like that week one, I'm not getting into People will be like, that's a square thing to do. Yeah, it might be. Packers at Bears, no part. Just I don't want any part of this. I'm not aboard the Bears love. And I think Jordan Love's going to be better than most people think. Yeah, um, well, I'm I'm with you completely in thoughts on both of those. I I think Packers are a decent teaser leg look week one, too. Raiders at Broncos. Broncos by four in the elevation. That is Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos. You know what? I I think we've isolated the number one game I want nothing to do with. Oh, is that it? It's that. Okay. Now, here's the one that Kelly and I love the Eagles lay in the three and a half at the Patriots. This is a late game. But you, you've heard a lot of Patriots love. Anecdotally. I've heard a lot of Patriots love week one. And that line has dropped. Like, I think that opened most places five, five and a half. Obviously, we're talking about a long time since it's opened. Uh, but well, yeah, five, five and a half. It opened most places. Why, it is why have people convinced themselves of that? What is that? A Belichick thing? What I, is that? I, I don't know. I think a little bit of that. Um, I mean, look, I think there's a lot of people that expect this Patriots defense to be very good this year, which I think I think that's possible, Gil. But I, are you excited by this offense at all? Like, I'm not. Nope. By the way, Bailey Zappi on the practice squad. Did you see that? There's also that. I, please, nobody more. Nobody tweet out anymore about that, Tom Brady making a return to the. That the was NFL. the most surprising thing that happened yesterday. It's sort of like, oh, are you guys looking for a veteran? So was, are they going to sign Colt McCoy or something? It's him and Cunningham. They both put on yeah. waivers, and then they both and they both signed put them both on the, on the practice, squad. practice squad. Why would Zappi not be your number two? Dolphins at Chargers. Chargers Char- by three. I might play the Chargers. Uh, it would be Chargers or nothing for me. Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks by four and a half. Seahawks are nothing. Me too. Cowboys and Giants. I already said Cowboys are nothing for me. Cowboys are nothing. And then Monday night, Bills and Jets. Bills favored by a deuce. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't either in the end. But it's Bills are nothing for me. I, I shouldn't say Bills are nothing. That one I maybe spoke too soon on. Tim Murray, college football begins in earnest tonight. If you didn't really love week zero, that's next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, the G Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You'll earn 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G Bank Visa is a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere and works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to G.Bank slash VSIN. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. We get tweets at beating the book. Uh, this is from Dom Perrion. Please talk me out of going all in on the Cardinals and Survivor Pools. I'll talk you out of it. Because here's the thing. You don't have to go oppo. You just have to let everybody else lose. So, like, hoping that Washington loses with everybody picking Washington doesn't mean you have to take the Cardinals. Right. You ain't doing that right. Uh, Rob L., for Super Contest picks since 2010, Week 1 Division home dogs are 21-5 and five ATS and 16-10 and 10 straight up. Still like the Cowboys and Jets? <laughs> Rob, we already, we're already hating ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already hated it. We hated it before <laughs> your tweet, but yes, thank you. Uh, J-Rod wants to know about U.S. Open Futures. We'll talk U.S. Open Futures coming up. J-Rod appropriately obsessed with the U.S. Open. Los Vegas 514, yo, if we lose, he's talking about the commodes. Could it be the curse of Snyder? Oh, boy. LOL. Must win situation for Washington week one. Must win. Montreal Max. Talking about the uh, South Point. Yes, we will have Chrissy and Vinny in studio tomorrow. Talking about the South Point. Michael Burns. Only bet for week one for me. Texas 
Uh, he says, uh, tease, rather. Chiefs and Titans. Good luck. There you go. And Nick G, Strider plus 350 at FanDuel. Still worth a play? Yes. He's like plus 180 everywhere else. Wow. It, Snell is a, is like a minus 140 favorite over there, and Strider's plus 350. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. What's Gallon up to over there? You have that in front of you still? Uh, let me see. Gallon is six to one. Wow. <laughs> Gallon is six to one. Yeah. Um, I know Blake Snell's been pitching great. Great ERA. He also uh he also leads all of Major League Baseball in uh walks issued as well. So there's that. I could go on. Ladies and gentlemen, this man. We'll have thoughts on the Commanders, but mainly college football. He is the host of not only VEASAN Primetime, which he does with Sean King each and every day here at VEASAN, but also host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Contest. You can follow him on Twitter at one. That's the number one, Tim Murray. It's Tim Murray, everybody. How you doing, Tim? Yo, what's the word, man? Well, the word is, we're sorry we have to have you on phone, but, you know, we're uh, we're kind of knocking it down here. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd love to see. No her. apologies to me. Yeah, uh, happy, uh, happy. I was happy enough to be in there uh, on Tuesday to uh, to do the podcast. So uh, it was uh, it was great to be over there and have Chris in studio. And uh, yeah, if you uh, if you missed it, Chris Andrews giving us a little week one breakdown on uh, on the podcast earlier this week. So tell everybody when they can expect the college football playoff to be released weekly this year. Yeah, the podcast will be uh, so it's it's a it's a clever name. So uh, if you you go search in your podcast, the college football betting podcast, it'll pop up, and uh, we will have at least three episodes a week. So JVT Jonathan Von Tobel will be doing the lines revealed show on Sundays live on Veasan, and that show will be in the feed. And then every Tuesday morning, you'll have a new. Uh, podcast, and then every Thursday afternoon, me and Matt Humans, which we'll record later today, there it we'll is. break down the full card. So okay. there's uh, that's the one that they all love. We we run through all the games, we give out our best plays, and uh, yeah. So every Thursday afternoon, uh, that one will be uh, in your feed. Kelly, what did I say? I didn't say podcast. What did I say? You said playoffs. Oh, did I? You did <laughs> say playoffs. playoffs. You got playoffs on mind. Oh, I can't wait for the last <laughs> version of four teams in a playoff. All right, Tim, um, <laughs> before we get to your thoughts on tonight's games and week one games in college football, real quick, you, yeah. uh, you're, a, you're a D.C. guy. I was saying the, the mm-hmm. commander's game is a must-win situation week one. Like, if you can't win this game, God help you. Uh, do you agree with that? Would you lay the points with them? 100%. I'll, I'll answer the first question first. Uh, it is definitely a must-win game. This, this franchise hasn't had this much positivity surrounding it probably since RG3 was drafted in 2012. Uh, you got to win this game. You're, you got thrown a bone from the NFL, right? I mean, this is the biggest favorite skill, barring catastrophic injuries to somebody else, uh, that they'll be the entire year. Uh, the Cardinals are in full tank mode. You've had fans showing up at practice all summer long, which hasn't happened in I don't know how long, Gil, so you got to win this game. Would I lay the seven? I don't know. I, I, I can't. I mean, we're at seven now. Yeah. Laying seven with Washington. I'm with you, uh, I know it's Arizona, <laughs> and everyone says that Arizona's, you know, should be relegated to the, uh, to the Mountain West, but, you know, they're, 
they're not going to be good, but, uh, you know, I, I will say this, Gil. Uh, I have two survivor entries, and God help me, one of them is going to be on Washington week one. Yeah. All right, college football tonight. Um, week zero passed us. Week one begins in earnest. Four legit games, Nebraska, Minnesota, yep. Florida, Utah, obviously Central Michigan, which is a very popular pick around here, taking the points against Michigan State, Louisville, Georgia Tech. What do you like tonight amongst those four? Yeah, uh, and you, you know you overlook the uh, the reunited bowl, which is the NC State UConn game, where you've got sure. uh, Joey Fignano, who is the quarterback uh, for UConn, uh, who is at Maine with his uh, former. Now he's with his former head coach Nick Charlton, and the more important aspect of that game is Brennan Armstrong reuniting with uh, Robert Anai, his former OC at Virginia. Uh, so. Very curious about that one. Um, you know, we've seen a little bit of movement towards UConn, uh, keeping around two touchdowns. I- I'd say of the four games tonight, Gil, um, you know, I think the, the the bet that I would make, uh, even though the number has moved a lot on us, is is under in Utah and Florida. Um, you know, Cam Rising is is not going to play uh, based off of all reports that are out there. The Utah starting quarterback, he tore his ACL in the Rose Bowl. Uh, against uh, against Penn State, so it looks like they're going to do two quarterbacks. Uh, Bryson Barnes was the backup last year for Utah, and then we had uh, we had a guest on from Salt Lake City on on Beeson Primetime last night, Gil, who talked about Nate Johnson, who is a, a very athletic, dynamic type of running quarterback that they expect to step in and play a bunch tonight too. Um, but you know, the calling card for Utah's defense, and um, you know, I think this is going to be kind of an ugly, slow-it-down type of game. Um, so I, I think points are going to be at a premium tonight, um, and I, I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring affair. So, you know, of the four games tonight, probably the under in, uh, in Florida-Utah intrigues me the most. Um, you know, and then we've got UCF-Kent State. I'll give you a little nugget on this one. Kent State, uh, I believe, is the only team in the FBS this year that is returning zero starters on offense. So uh, that could be interesting to see what, uh, what in God's name Kent State will roll out there as an offense against Central Florida tonight uh, because it is a full, full, just tear down to the studs rebuild. Uh, their, their quarterback, Colin Schley, is, is at UCLA. Uh, Tez Walker was you know, one of their best wide receivers. He's waiting appeal at, at UNC. Uh, Quintez Cifa, or, um, Dante Cephas, excuse me, is... Uh, you know, at Penn State. So they had some talent, um, but they're all gone. So very curious to see what Kent State will be tonight when they take on UCF. Er- ergo the 35-and-a-half point spread in that ball game. What's your, what do you like best yeah, a, for the whole? Big old one. What, say again? I'm sorry? Yeah, I was, no, I was saying it's, it's, a, it's a big old spread. Yeah. So, uh, you know, be careful if you're laying it with UCF. What's your favorite bet all weekend, Tim? So, I mean, you know, as you know, uh, Gil, and you've talked about it, all these numbers have, have you know, been beaten and battered because they've been up forever. But uh, a couple games that, that intrigued me, you know, we got a lot of home dogs. If you like home dogs, this is your weekend. I think I counted up like 11 or 12 home dog situations. Um, and one of them that I, I do like, and uh, we talked about it a little bit, I think you can still find an 11.5, I believe, at that MGM. Uh, this number's moved, got it, it's moved five points from this open, but. Uh, Colorado State is a team that I wrote up for the Beeson College Football Betting Guide uh, to go over their win total uh, to potentially contend for the Mountain West title this year. Um, rebuilt the offensive line. 
Uh, they have some playmakers on offense. They brought in uh, North Dakota State's leading rusher to put in their backfield with their leading running back. Torrey Horton Jr. is a stud at wide receiver. Uh, Colorado State home on Saturday evening against Washington State. Uh, they're catching 11-11 and a half. Still like Colorado State there. And then the one game that kind of fascinates me, and uh, it looks like you can get a flat seven now at Caesars, which is what I've been waiting for, uh, is Tulane. Or excuse me, it's South Alabama. I beg your pardon. South Alabama is at Tulane. Uh, Tulane lost a lot from last year. Lost their offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Lost Tajay Spears, who was a third-round pick uh, by, the, uh, by the Tennessee Titans. South Alabama, Gil, returns 18 starters, a team that won 10 games last year. Give me the Jags on Saturday night. You can get that seven. Go grab that seven now at Caesars. All right. We'll give them to you real quick. You rooting for Dion or no? Yes, no answer. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's sure. Mike Pritchard. <laughs> for Mike Pritchard. It's <laughs> for Mike Pritchard. Rooting for Dion. 20 yeah. and a half point uh, underdogs are Colorado against TCU. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. Tim Murray, All right. everybody. See you, go. You too. From VEASAN Primetime and, of course, the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at vsin.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Shout out to uh, Owen Wright for making the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. That means a lot to some of us around here. Congratulations. Yeah, man. You didn't tell me that off the air. So pumped. That's awesome. So pumped. Someone I've known since he was a toddler. Um, So super. Just You know when they say when they have those documentaries like Bill Belichick of Football Life? It really is apropos. Yeah. Like for every person who makes the NFL or, or just misses, their entire life is dedicated to the sport. Like from day one, usually. And just the ups and downs of it. it's an incredible journey, and so uh, just uh, just thrilled. No, long, and no matter what level you're playing at, the longer you can keep it going, it's yeah. awesome to see for those people because the amount of time that they dedicate to that in their lives yeah. is just incredible. I mean, like he he refused to play flag football when he was a kid because he's like it's not real football. It's not real it's football, so- Uncle Gill. And now he's a undrafted free agent on a practice squad in the NFL. It's so great. Well, we got crack at the counter. 
Crack's, spotted, crack's ready to go. Spotted crack at the counter. Crack's coming up. He's making a bet. He's <laughs> making a bet at the counter. He'll remind you that they'll take any bet at the counter here at the South Point. Huge limits. Um, you were saying off air about Florida and their non-con schedule. What is what's that stat? Yeah, well, you know these cowards at Florida—they never play anybody tough outside of Florida State. But uh, <laughs> now they are. Uh, this is uh, from Brett McMurphy. I caught this this morning. It, it, we we know a lot about these SEC teams. They don't play tough out of conference schedules. But how about this? Florida's game at Utah tonight is the Gators' first non-conference road game outside of the state of Florida since 1991. College football, it is what it is. It's like, what's the, I'm trying to think of like the, we've talked about this on primetime action, I think. The most ridiculous sort of equivalent is like if you're a, let's say you're an Orlando Magic fan. What was, it, what was it, the chant that you hate is when they go SEC, SEC, when school? I never understand. Yeah, I never understand that crap. When it's like you're, you're like you're a, let's say, University of Florida fan. It's you. You spend the the college football playoffs rooting for Georgia and SC, uh, Georgia and Bama by doing the SEC chant. I never got that. What other conference roots for other teams in their conference? Usually, you have rivals in your conference. It's like the Magic or Hornets. You know, shouting Southeast Division in, in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was always your example. Yeah, like sorry, I'm never rooting for the University of Miami. That's never happening. Uh, U.S. Open uh, in terms of because J. Rod was asking about futures. I mean, all my futures are still intact. Tommy Paul had a scare yesterday. He ended up uh, two sets down and came from behind yesterday um, to win his match in five. So everything's still intact. So, I mean, it's still it's still Djokovic and Iga to win these things. I wish I could be more creative. We still have Marquetta Vondrasova to win Q3 on the ladies' side. This is the uh, the last leg of the second round today. And still have Tommy Paul and Alex Dimonor intact to win their respective quarters. Um, Dimonor Q2, Tommy Paul Q3 on the men's side. So I haven't added anything since then. Iga to win it. Djokovic-Iga parlay. No, I mean... There have been upsets, just not the ones that, you know, would affect our pre-flop bets. Stefanos Tsitsipas, no surprise to many, he got beat yesterday. Well, I don't know if it's no surprise they got beat by Dominic Stricker, but eventually it's no surprise that he gets beat, which he did. And then the real one, uh, Zhizhen Zhang, or Zhang Zhizhen, who I lamented not betting in round one because he was on my final cuts in in round one, he ends up beating Casper Ruud, which I never would have bet. So, uh... First Chinese man to beat a player in the top five of the ATP rankings ever. Congratulations wow. to him. That's impressive. So there have been upsets, but uh, just not at the very top. And uh, Iga's been double parked. Let me ask you about a couple of these men's futures. Because I, I, was no, I was noticing some of, this, some of this movement today. So no, Novak gets a little shorter. Alcaraz, Medvedev get a little longer. Any, any interest in those? Or do, you, or do you still think there's value in an Iga-Djokovic parlay? I, I do. And again, the reason comes down to the draw. The draw was such... By the way, shout out to Coco Goff, who got the worst of everything on the ladies' side. But she dispatched Mira Andreva yesterday way quick. She had a real tough time with Laura Sigmund in the first round. Where I was like, oh, she's in bad shape now because she's logging a lot of court minutes. But she uh, she made up for it with the uh, win over Andreva. But she's got a really tough road ahead still. And so, no, nothing on the ladies' side because it's... Tough for everybody else. I, with, with your regard to your question, no, the problem is is that Alcaraz is in a loaded Q1, which still has Sasha Zverev and Yannick Sinner in it, not to mention Dimitrov, who plays today. Dan Evans, Jordan Thompson, so on and so on. Thompson's gone, though. 
Medvedev is still in a in a you know in the quarter with Dimonor and Orkats and Berrettini and Monfi and Rublev who play each other today. So no, I wouldn't. Which quarter's Tiafo in? Uh he is in the Q three with Tommy Paul. Hmm. He won easy peasy last night too. Really, you see that one? I really like Tiafo. And then the big sort of oh he's great. I got, I'm becoming more of a fan every time I watch College him Park, Maryland's Francis Tiafo. The big the biggest sort of like, you know, story in terms of a comeback though, Carolyn Wozniacki yesterday. Biggest win of her still fresh comeback following three and a half years away from tennis, taking down Petrick Vitova yesterday in straight sets. When did she when did she make her comeback? Uh, just now. Okay, because I w- I saw she that turn- match she, on. She played one tournament before this, I believe. I saw that match on last. I watched most of it, and I was like, Caroline Wozniacki, like, where yeah. the hell has she been? Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's, she was having a child. Yeah, and then they were talking about it a little bit, so I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then, you know, I'm sitting there watching, totally think she's going to lose. She wins that first set. You're like, okay, she'll she'll get hammered here, This you know, set two and three. No, she looked, she looked pretty good. Yep, sure did. Big win for her. Um, okay, we, we talked about these briefly yesterday when Will Hill was on with us, and we never really got around to it, but it's the yes-no NFL playoffs, that market, and if there was anything we liked. And the macro statement remains, if you're going to play this, and again, I'm a big proponent of alternate season win totals, but if you want to play yes-no playoffs specifically, I think the macro statement is you've got to You've got to take a flyer on someone in the NFC, some team in the NFC that no one, I don't know about no one thinks is going to make the playoffs, but very few people think are going to make the playoffs. Someone's got to make it. That is not a market consensus team. Mm -hmm. So even if I spot you the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Niners, and the Seahawks, and then I give you whoever wins the NFC South, pardon me, and whoever wins the NFC North, let's just say, Vikings and Saints for the purposes of this discussion. Who's that seventh team? Who is it? And so some there is a yes, no playoff in there. There's a yes, in other words, that is worth a play if you can identify that team. <clears throat> Commanders three to one. Um if yeah. you if you like the you know, I don't know, if you like the Bears plus one fifty five. So there's something in there. I think the question is, though, because I ended up doing this, like the Packers. Let's use them as an example. Yeah, Packers, great example. You and I both bet them in the division, right? Where I do think you need to, where I think there's value in this market, but you need to consider each team's in a different situation, right? And I think a Packers division bet is smarter than a Packers yes-no bet because because of the big question mark that is Jordan Love, yeah. right? We're betting on this ceiling being way higher than what we than what the market says. And to so, be clear, I didn't bet the Packers. I bet the proxy bet to your point of Matt Lafleur to win Coach of the Year. Oh, okay, there you go. That's I, how I bet, I chose I bet to him bet to win that. the division. But yeah. my thinking is my thinking is the range of outcomes. The ceiling the ceiling could be really high for that team, and the floor could be really low. So I'm not really, because it's all going to be dependent on a quarterback that we haven't seen all that much of, right? So I'd rather gamble on the longer odds of them winning the division and that higher ceiling than playing them in a market like this. But I do think there are teams that maybe if you're looking at the Commanders, for example, mm-hmm. where you think, I don't think there's any chance they're winning the division, but yes, I think they could be in the mix for a playoff spot. Point is there's seven spots. One of these teams has to be there yep. by, by just math. So if I, if I held you to the fire and said, who is it? What's the bet? I get it, you're not making, but if I forced you to make the bet on a yes, 
And by yeah. the way, and by the way, is there a no of the teams that I just rattled off? Maybe there is a no. Maybe the Saints at plus one sixty. No. Maybe the you know Vikings at plus one thirty. Oh, excuse me, they're minus one thirty five. No. Maybe you like that. I mean, I'd roll the dice on the. I'd roll the dice personally on the on the. If we're looking for a plus price in the no, it'd be the Lions. Plus on the no, Lions plus one. If we're looking for a plus price, yeah. I, I Otherwise, think, it'd be Falcons. No, I got. I came very close to making that bet. I think I'm with you on the Lions at plus one forty. And if it's a yes, who's your yes? Seahawks. NFC. Is that still? Is that really only a minus one twenty? Still Seahawks? It would be them for sure. Yeah, that's better than Washington at three to one. I'll take the Seahawks at minus one twenty over Washington at three to one. Sure. Yeah, and Washington would probably be next on that list. Yeah, I would agree. Seahawks followed by Washington in that order. Bill Krakenberger is next, unscripted with the Crack Man. He's got things on his mind, as always. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.